Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems. Which will allow you to realise and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Hello, Cats. How are we today? I know, I'm excited. We're always excited. No, <laughs> What's but wrong seriously, with us? We're always excited. We have this beautiful, amazing lady in front of us who has this amazing mass of hair. And I just think that she looks so gorgeous. But anyway, what's the theme today, Cassie? Empowerment is our theme for today. Yep. And? As Tina Lifford said, when you know yourself, you are empowered. When you accept yourself, you are invisible. Invincible. Invincible. <laughs> oh, invincible. Oh, my goodness. Invin- invisible. It's invincible. Oh. But that's okay. It says a lot about you. <laughs> Doesn't it ever? I know. And I was, when I read it, I thought, wow, that's so cool when you accept yourself, you're invisible. And then I go and say invisible, it's like, yeah. I know, because sometimes, Cassie, you do tend to sort of go back and become a little bit invisible. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be invincible. Okay, that's what thanks. it is. <laughs> okay, so let's introduce Natalie because I've got so much to talk to her and we've just got to get five songs in and I just know we're going to be rushed. Okay, today our special guest is Natalie Isaacs, the founder and CEO of One Million Women, the movement of women and girls who take practical action to fight dangerous climate change by changing the way they live. Natalie, a former cosmetics manufacturer, realised that individual action is key to solving the climate crisis. Deciding to leave behind the overpackaged world of skin and beauty care, she set out to create an organisation that inspires and empowers women to act. Under her leadership, one million women, that's hard to say quickly, is now a movement of over 600,000 women. I know. Natalie is a pioneer in the gender and climate change arena in Australia. Her own climate journey from apathy to real action cuts through complexity and delivers a simple message that resonates with women and girls of all ages. Welcome, Welcome Natalie. Natalie. That's cool. Thank, wow. Thank you. So 600,000 women. You've been going since, what, 2009? Yep, the end of 2009. Okay, so, so that's seven years. <laughs> that's, Long. Like, that's incredible that you have collected or gathered, I guess is yeah, a better gathered, word. Probably. Gathered yeah, gathered probably. Gathered so many women. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a very interesting journey. Yes. <laughs> so um, one million w- women... They, how do they assist in the climate change and, and sort of how do they help, I guess, revert it, is it? Yeah. So, so the essence of One Million Women and the reason I started it was um, because how we live uh, is key to the solution to the climate crisis. And so we, we focus on everyday living. Yep. Um, we focus on the choices that we make as mm. consumers, um, as women, um, and we empower women to lead change through everything they do. Mm-hmm. And so, so you know, we'll we'll focus on household energy savings, um, energy efficiency, food waste, which is such a yeah, big huge. issue in, yeah. um, you know, in one Australia. in five shopping bags, yeah. one in five is, uh, waste. is wasted. 
Wow. We, we focus on how you get from A to B with the least impact on the planet, sustainable fashion. You know, yeah. uh, right now, every 10 minutes in Australia, we throw away six, six oh, I've forgotten the stat. <laughs> it's this it's huge okay. number of, of clothing v. we, we yeah. throw away yeah. every, every There was 10 a movie minutes. that yeah. came out a couple of years ago, which I saw, and, and the impact of that the, the landfill can't handle all of the clothes that is being thrown out. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's quite powerful when you actually look at it. And because clothes are so cheap, we do have that attitude, we'll wear it twice and chuck it out. Yeah, if only they right. made them Fast. biodegradable, then you yes. could just <laughs> put exactly. them in the ground and they give back. It's, it's, it, fast fashion is a really big issue. Yes. Um, and so we focus on all of that. We focus on overconsumption. You know, in Australia, we spend $10.5 billion every year on just stuff that we barely or never use. And where does it end up? Yeah, in, in, in the landfill. In, in landfill. So, and we do tend to live in this planet like we have somewhere else to go. Absolutely. And it's... It's it's yeah, pathetic. Like we'll just leave it and leave all yeah. that it, behind. And we it, and we don't. We don't. <laughs> and if the world actually lived like we do here in Australia, honestly, we would need four planets, not just the one that we have. And so, so Australia worse than the other countries. Australia is right up there per capita. I thought are, America would be. the We worst. are one of the highest polluters in the world. Really. Yeah. And this is the part that, that One Million Women focuses on because, you know, you were saying in, in your intro that I used to be a cosmetics I was going to ask yeah. you that. Yeah. And, the, and then the way it was, you know, packaged and, and stuff. And there must have been so much uh, packaging and unnecessary it's not stuff. the products as well. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What so, they do to your skin. That is another conversation. And that's I was going to say goodness. to you, you know, you were doing that. Yeah. So is that when you realised? It was. Yeah. Because I, I was disconnected on this issue for whatever reason well you're you know. probably in a manufacturing and you're just making money so it's making you're money. only looking at the end product and what it's going to bring into yeah. you profit you're wise not not anything companies. else that's right yeah. and and a, a really interesting process because as a cosmetics manufacturer or as a businesswoman my my focus was how do i get someone's product off the shelf so i can get mine on mm-hmm. um uh it was all about competition mm. and it was all about being secretive you know you can't let anyone know what you're doing it was such a it was a different world and I had layers and layers of packaging on 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 my products um I had microbeads which is we we really focus on microbeads I had you know little microplastics in in my products and so and and why were they in there oh because they're great for scrubbing the skin And if someone had told me back then, don't do it, I would go, actually, they're one of my best sellers. Thank you very much, but I'll leave them in. And so I was disconnected. But the very short story is I had this epiphany. I was going to say, when did the light bulb go on (laughs) for you? Well, the light bulb went on in 2000. It was really clear. It was at the end of 2006. And Al Gore came out with Inconvenient Truth. Uh, we we moved into 2007 and there was an incredible bushfire season mm-hmm. and it was brutal. And I think the media got the point on climate change. And so I was reading it and a lot of other people were starting to understand what it actually means because it's a huge, complex issue. And the thing is, if you don't know enough about something, it's so much easier to do nothing. Yeah, and that so. was my yeah. case. I go, well, yeah, but what do I really do? Anyway, I, I, I was starting to get the point. But what changed me 
What made me sell my cosmetics company and start One Million Women was one simple thing. It was getting my electricity consumption down by 20%. That was it. I got my electricity bill down, saw, saw it on my bill. I'd save this much money and this much pollution, and I thought, oh, my God. I can make a difference. I can make a difference. If that's just me in my mm. household. And if that's only just one thing. That you're one doing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And so then I tackled food waste, and then I thought, there must be millions and millions of women out there like me disengaged for whatever reason, I'm going to tell them my story. I'm going to say, if you just get your electricity consumption down, it'll move you on to the next thing and the next thing. And then all of a sudden, we are fighting the climate crisis through the way we live. So that was really how I started awesome. One Million Women. Yeah. So we'll just go, and that's going to lead us into our first song, actually. Oh, great. Well, Natalie's, yes. Natalie's picked uh, pick the theme for today, which is empowerment. Yes. yes. So you can understand why, though. Yes. Because <laughs> women can be empowered. Oh, we all, we are the change makers. We are the change makers. Exactly. So our first song, believe it or not, it's, it's really a bit of an affirmation as opposed to a song. Anyway, it's called Empowerment by Deepak Chopra and Adam Plack. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. That was short and sweet. I just love his voice. Every time I hear it, I want to close my eyes and just listen. Relax. It's a real meditative. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So, lovely. Natalie, you were talking about how you got your electricity down. And I'm sure our listeners would love to know mm. how you got it down. It was by 20%? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was, which is huge. It's huge. And it's really easy. Okay. It was all the low-hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And so it was, honestly, it's all the things that you read about, you know, the tips, the 10 top tips to get your electricity consumption out actually works. So I went around the house and made sure there was nothing on standby power, nothing, mm, yeah. nothing still on at the wall. And yep. things like your microwave where you just leave on because you want to use the yep. clock or yep. you don't need to have that. Did all. you use, I had friends a few years ago that had a little, a little device that was measuring all of that. Did you use any, and I believe you can still get them, can't you? Yeah, the yeah, smart meters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, did you use that or did you just well, uh, th- then, no, because yeah. then I was just – I saw it in the bill. But we yeah. did this campaign a couple of years ago called Women Power where we had um, – I'm going off track, but when no, we had 12 houses – We had 12 houses, um, very different households, and they were all – they all had smart meters and they were – um, in real time over three months, their goal was to get down by 20%. And we had house share. We had, um, you know, a family of a big family. We had low-income earners. We had a wealthy – like we had so every – So really good mix. Mix, mix of the yeah. We smashed it. But the target was 20%. The best was 66%. Oh, and the average was 45%. That's huge. The 66, was, I, was that, did they leave their lights on yeah, all the time? Had, because that's what teenagers oh, are yeah, like. Most, yeah. They had underfloor heating. <laughs> oh, no. but, yeah. but the thing is, yep. what we learned from this campaign and what I learned right when I did it right mm. at the beginning is that if you understand the way, the flow of your household – 
you know, I we used to put the hall light on, which was a down light, and that was the light we left on all night because it was the stairwell light. And so instead of leaving that light on, we left the energy-saving light on. Instead, um, when you go into the bathroom in the day, it's a habit that turn you just light turn on. the yeah. light on yeah. instead of just having the window yes. yeah. uh, pulling the curtains or the blind. And it, it's a habit when you walk into a room, you turn the light on. Yes. Um, and so the other big thing for us was not using our dryer. Oh, yeah. So the dryer is Oh, that's good. Huge. I don't even have a dryer. Yeah. I and don't even own one. I have Perfect. one, but I only yeah. use it when... Well, actually, only when there's weeks and weeks of rain. And even then, I've got an internal liner that I'd pull across yes, the, the roof perfect. of the, you know, the laundry and hang it there. But I have to I can admit, imagine the dryer would I do like to finish my towels off at the very end when they're almost dry in the dry because I hate you like showering with scratchy mm. towels, you know, because of the climate here and you put them out in the sun, they come out like cardboard. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's Sometimes. a habit you're going to have to – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to – Check back in on you now in another no, six well, months. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the way around that, I suppose, is to hang them outside but don't hang them in the sun. Yeah. You have relatives that live in Queensland and they have a – it's not an internal line but their line is outside on a veranda but it's underneath the veranda where the sun doesn't get it. So it actually gets the heat to dry yes. but not the heat to yep. turn it yep. into to like it a piece out. of cardboard. Yeah, yep. that's, that's, that's a really good point. Mm. Yes, and it's finding those things that yeah. work for you. We – Drop your pool pump uh, an hour less. Have it on an hour less. Yes, yes. Yeah. It actually can save something like a half a ton of pollution. Oh yeah. my god! Or if you if your air conditioning you turn it down or up by one degree depending on the season. Yeah. All of those things. So are all just of those little things in themselves? Are, are all of those tips you. part of your web? Yes. Site and things like that, that when people... That's right. Yeah, okay. So, yes. So, so do you sell those devices? No. Why no, not? No. Because you could fundraise with that. Yes, we could. So that's a, yes, we're yeah. always looking for ways to fundraise, but, but we, don't, we don't sell those devices, um, but they... That'd be, that'd be good for something they can to assist align people. with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and look, the thing that we we focus on um, is energy efficiency is something that every single household can do. And there are 1.5 billion households in the world, but in this country, that think it's nine. I think it's nine million households. Really? I think that's. That sounds about right because about we're about right. 25 million. So yeah. that'd be about right. Yeah. So and imagine people, guess, if if a million households in Australia just a million, got their electricity consumption down by just 20%, and that's something everyone listening can do right now, mm. it would be responsible for shutting down two coal-fired power stations. That's How huge. That, like, that is the power yeah. of collective action. Wow. And that's what we focus on. Yeah, yeah I love that. Mm. So we're now actually going to go to your anthem. Yes. Ooh. Now... It's, it's called One Million Women Anthem, and it's actually sung. You've got, got these amazing Wow, look four, at those people. Yeah, Australian mm. women. So this is our Australian song for the week as well. So you've got Wendy Matthews, Danny Hines, Melinda Schneider, and Ursula Jovich. Yes. Jovich, yeah. 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 And on your website, everyone can see it and download the song and everything like that, which is huge. We even get to see you singing in the <laughs> video at the end. You're rocking away there, you little minx. It looks really cool. 
<laughs> oh, that was very funny. Yes, yes. It, it looked like you had was fun, it fun making, making it. Yeah. Well, it was the story behind it is that you you will know the song straight away yeah. um, because it's uh, it's an amazing song it, just in itself. It, yep, and we. In a couple, a couple of years ago, we and then the song our our versions had now two million views, and um and we played it at the big there was a big climate change conference on a couple of years ago in Paris, and I went and I spoke at it about behaviour change and how that is a key solution, and we played our anthem, and its story is about the story it's from women for women and for everybody yeah. and its message is that only climate action gives us climate hope and when you we all know the words and we'll all sing along to it but when you listen to the words they from that speak, perspective yeah they speak to what has to happen when it comes to climate change because you know we are in a you know, we have to act and we have to act now. And it's so, like we're in a downhill slide. Yeah, but not only that, I, I was, and I, I think we've said this on the, even the last show, the last uh, couple of shows, I actually said a quote which is that we don't actually inherit the earth from our parents. We actually are caretakers for our children. Totally. And that's why what you're doing is so important. Mm, yes. Just to respect our children and great-children and grandchildren and, and, you know, all the next generations to understand that we don't want to end up living in a world like the Terminator world ended up being. We want to actually have the world the way it is now. That's right. With this song, we use the power of music to, to empower and inspire people mm. to to act and uh yes that's so, beautiful so yes. let's listen to it <laughs> okay so enjoy everybody you're listening to radio northern beaches 88.7 and 90.3 your community radio station check out our website at rnb.org.au oh my god i love it it's such an amazing song and as much as i love the john farnham version i just love that with women's voices yeah it was really special it was so special doing it and and in fact i i I have to say um another northern beaches person actually was the driving force behind that song andrea smetna who is a fabulous Australian well-known fashion photographer and he came to me saying Nat I've got this amazing idea could we do this let's think of the song and and so it was his vision. Yeah. And we, we yeah, and we then was thinking, what song? What song would? And we were, you know, thinking a Beatles song or a U two song or what big song could we use? And then my girlfriend said, What? You've just got to do this song. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not only that. It's yeah. it's known as an Australian song yeah, anyway. Isn't it? That's right. Um, yeah. I don't know who wrote it. Are, are the writers from Australia or are they from all over? All the over the. Yeah, 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 because you know a lot of people just think it's John Farnham's yeah. song, but we know he doesn't really write songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's very special to us. Oh, good on you! I think that's so cool. Yeah, yes. I think it's a great song for women, no matter. Yeah, for yeah. What? We're not going to sit in silence. Yeah. We're not going to live with fear. Exactly. You're the voice. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know, we, Kaz and I always say we hardly ever watch the news or anything like that because that's what it's about. It's about keeping you in fear and keeping you sort of, I always say, fat, broke and in fear and controlled because it's all negative (laughs) and it brings you down. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible once you become an empowered 
person. Your perspective is completely different. Totally different. Yes. So mm. the mm. biggest impact on you since you've changed in your family, mm. day to day, what, what have you noticed? Um, something that you would have loved to have done that now you just go, no, I can't do that anymore. Well, it's an interesting journey when profound behaviour change happens because in the early days of when you're changing the way you live, it is it is a hard thing because you are trying to do it within the, I guess, a structured framework of society. So you push up against it. Uh, but once you once it just becomes who you are, you don't actually think about it yeah. anymore. And so it's just unconsciously. You yeah. Do it. But one one of the big things for me was when I got the point on climate change, unfortunately I had just bought a big four-wheel drive. I was oh, going to no. ask you what type. I've got written here what type of car yes, do you drive. and I had this big four-wheel drive, 15.5, you know, litres to a yeah. kilometre, like crazy. And there I was with this new understanding of how to live with the least impact on the planet and so and living in Newport and commuting to the city I never ever and I've lived here for 25 years if not more and um, all my kids have gone to Pitwater anyway I never ever caught a bus never caught the L90 never and so I can relate (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, that that actually, I never put, I never actually even thought of public transport. So that was a big challenge: mm-hmm. was to think of how to get from A to B and to have public transport as one of the first things you think, mm-hmm. as opposed yes. to the last. Okay. And and now I I would use my car twenty percent of the time that and, you're used to. Yeah. Yeah, but my, your kids are grown now, so that would have made it easier. Because when you are a mum and you I are agree. literally a cab. For yeah, your kids, exactly. it does make it a I lot harder. I totally agree. I completely agree. And that's why actually for me, living locally and using all the local yeah. the local things that were at my fingertips. So yeah. the school was, you know, I didn't think about going outside of our local area yeah. to, to, to for school. The primary school is at the bottom yeah. of my street and the high school is just down the road and so so those things were important mm. and and food waste food waste was a big thing for us and our our bin was always full of food and thinking I don't even think about it anymore so do you shop more so it's fresher Yes. Um, so you bring the fresher produce into the house, so yeah. there's not as much waste that absolutely shop more have two worm farms and I I don't uh, every shop I like I don't buy strawberries anymore. I don't buy blueberries. I don't buy raspberries. Okay, why? Because they're in. I don't buy anything. Oh, in plastic. That's in. That is unnecessarily in a plastic container, mm-hmm. and um, I don't put things in plastic bags when I go shopping. I don't. I everything I do, and it's not. It's just because it's part of me now. Yeah, but also you've got to walk your talk. Yes. Like it's all right yeah. for you to say, well, everyone come on board and join us and do this, but Natalie's still driving her car and Natalie's not doing this. And, yeah. And you've, it's so important it's, that we do walk our oh, talk. Oh, we have to walk our talk. And, and, um, and, I, and I absolutely know, I can guarantee you that when you do one thing and you see a result – 
it will move you on to the next mm, and the yes. next. Yeah. And before you know it, it's overspilling into every aspect of your life. Yeah. And so um, and so profound behaviour change, which is what we work on, um, can all start from one small action. And um, and so that's really the heartbeat of One Million Women. We, we, we bring you along this journey with these bite-sized chunks, with these tangible results. Yeah. And, and it goes, well, I just did that and saw this. Wow, what else can I do? And it's all about saving money yeah. as well as saving pollution. Yeah. You know, and um, and living a healthier life. Mm. The thing that happens in society, which is, and and this goes to the to those of us mm. who 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 actually are in the climate, you know, like who are who march in the streets yeah. and who put pressure on governments to mm. um, put in climate policies, which absolutely we have to do we have to use our voice we have to march we have to put pressure on those not acting that is without it and governments have got to be accountable but the thing is you can't on one hand sign a petition uh, march in the streets and give or give money to an environmental organisation and think that you're doing your bit if, mm-hmm. on the other hand, we live our lives filled with overconsumption. Yeah. And you have to do it all. Yeah. Have to, we have it's to like live it. It's like signing it and going, yeah, I agree with all of that, but everyone else can do that and not me. Yeah. yeah. And so you, yeah. We, we have to live it and mm. fight for it. We have to use our voice and we have to live it too. Yeah. And, and it's not easy. And so that's why we go... Get empowered, do one thing, and I promise you it will lead to the next. And we'll end up having a landslide, Cass, (laughs) which leads us into our next song, which just so happens to be by your rhythmics, Landslide. Oh, no, by by Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Sorry, sorry. Fleetwood Mac. I was obviously in my, yeah, you're right. You were in your era of the rhythmics, and I'm buying the Fleetwood Mac. (laughs) I think they're a similar era, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Anyone, enjoy everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. So, Natalie, what made you pick that song? Because yes. the next four songs, Natalie's picked, all the four, last four. Ah, well, uh, it takes me back to when I was, you know, 16 and – or even just a little bit older. I was – Fleetwood Mac was really one of my favourite mm. yeah. bands. they were a great band. Oh, I loved them. And I – I went when I – they were one of the first concerts I went to see. I, I, I'm a Brisbane girl and I – and there was the, the one concert hall in Brisbane was called Festival Hall. Yep, I've been there. They had the most uncomfortable seats <laughs> ever. Well, and, but Festival Hall, I think, only could fit two and a half thousand people. Is that what it was? I saw Elton John there. Oh, me too. And he had seven encores. I remember. I was with a lady who had a bad back. We had to leave <laughs> after six. And I'm like, no. Oh, I, I, they are so uncomfortable. Yeah, we're probably I was at the same concert. Yeah, we're probably at the same concert. Yeah, because yeah, I, I lived there. on the Gold Coast oh. um, from the late 70s until, what, early 2000s. Yeah, so, and yeah. I, th- I think this Fleetwood Mac... Um, concert was about 77 or 78 maybe but I I can I can see where I was sitting I was sitting up the back and when um, Stevie Nicks played this song it you know I just 
you just have tears in your eyes. You do. And so it really, it takes me back to a time in my life where I um, a lot well, more, I care- very, more, a lot more care- carefree and not as conscious as what you are. Now. Yeah, that's right. But that's what it's what your early twenties are all about. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, that's right. what music does too. It takes does. you back to different eras yes, in your life. It does take you. Yeah, in. yeah, that's right. Because the other song that I also thought. Would I do this one or the or this other one? And the other one was Rodriguez. I wonder, you know, that song. Um, uh, and and Rodriguez was um, he wasn't that big in Australia, but boy, did I love him! He really resonated with me more so than say Bob Dylan or yeah. he he really um, he really he was he he really got to me. So yes, that was my other choice, but but yes. landslide won out. Yeah. <laughs> So, so you're of Jewish background? Yes. Are you, like, embraced in the Jewish I, culture? Yes. I, I, look, I think which I, which I think is lovely. It's interesting. Yeah, it's um, – I, I wouldn't really call me call myself religious yeah. um, in any way, uh, but I'm very tradi- – I'm traditionally Jewish. I, so you I, do the Friday night and I all know, that sort of stuff. I know. I'm, I'm quite hopeless <laughs> okay. as well. <laughs> but my daughter and I were having this great conversation the other day. We, we had got we went and did the Sydney Skinny. Did you hear about the Sydney yeah, Skinny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lane Beachley was doing it. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we, my daughter and I went and did Good that. Good on you. Yeah, we did it with um, a team of one million women. Uh, girls and we we got our gear off anyway on the way home we had this amazing conversation because she's doing Jewish studies at university and she was we were talking about you know what is what does it mean to be Jewish and and what does it mean to be religiously Jewish and traditionally Jewish and is and and we just had this great conversation because we embrace certain traditions, but <laughs> we don't do it all, yeah. I just love – what I love about the Jewish faith is that it, it's passed on through the, the woman. Yeah. Um, so if your wife is not Jewish, well, your kids are not Jewish. And I, I think that was very smart just to carry it on that way. I, I think – so your, your children are Jewish? Yes, like, and they've like all – They embrace it? Yeah, well, um, they've all – well, yeah. They've all had their bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs and – and is that a stressful time as the mother? Well, uh, no, we had okay. fun. Oh, that's no, weird. we had fun. Like we they had ours. They always seem so big. Yes, I know. We are so really small. <laughs> oh, like good we, on you. We had ours down at Bungan Surf Club. Oh, perfect! <laughs> it was so nice. Oh, it was good on really you. nice. Well, my 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 younger son had his a couple of years ago, and so uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a. We see it as um, so. My husband's an atheist, and so and he embraced he embraces the 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 whole the whole thing with um, our bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs because he just saw it as this wonderful way of connecting family. It's so big for us, you yeah. know, of having these family anchors as 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 with every family, yeah. but and um, and to have this rite of passage at a young age it's a I, I, it's a beautiful like it. it's a yeah. beautiful ceremony and yeah and, um, because um i remember hearing ages ago i can't remember who i heard it from with the um aboriginals because mm. they have that rite of passage you know around the similar time and and bring them into you know manhood and everything and that can be a lot of the problems with them in the city is they're not doing the rite of passage like they would have, you know, if they're out back and all those sort of things. Mm. So it is important to, especially for men, to go, well, now you are a man. 
Mm. You know, mm. and, and, you know, is it 18 or is it 14 or 13? You know what I mean? It's mm. it's just interesting, the different cultures and the way they, you know, take mm. you're, you're no longer a child. It's a shame we don't have something like that yeah. of our own. Mm. It's a good ritual. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. We love it. We really love it. Yeah. yeah. And I always feel that too whenever, you know, the Olympics or something you're on and people get out and they do their national dances mm. and things. Like I love the haka from New Zealand mm. and, and we just don't have anything. I don't even like our national anthem. Yeah. I always thought it should be, we should, we, I still call Australia home. Mm. I love that song. Oh. I just think that'd be such a good Actually, anthem. I, I heard um, Peter Allen last night on the radio. Oh, it was singing the, um, you know, the time is a traveller. Yes. 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 Oh, About that. his grandfather. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a beautiful song. <clears throat> I remember seeing Hugh Jackman when he, on the stage, mm. he did that on he the stage. That. You were with yeah, us. We went, yeah, we saw and him. And he yeah. was amazing, amazing in yeah. that role. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So we're going to go to our next song because oh, look at the wow. time. And we the next one is off called, <laughs> it's by your Frankie Valley song. Mm. So Can't Take My Eyes Off wow. You, which is a beautiful song. So Old enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. So Socrates actually said, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Mm. And that's what you're all about, Natalie, isn't it? Mm. And and you're one million women. It absolutely is. You know, we... um, you know, we a we don't make people feel guilty, and it just doesn't matter what we what we've done to this very moment in time. Well, what, you can't change the past. No, but what matters is what we do from here mm. on in, and that we know that we have so much power in everything we do, and, and everything we we buy, and everything, and how we live, um, and and if there is enough of us doing it. That's how change happens. Yeah, yeah, because once you do it and you get excited about it, well, you tell someone else and it just gets a ripple effect happening. Yeah. And before we know it, everyone's more aware. And that's at the end of the day is is awareness. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> we're we're um, later this year, we're, we're launching our new app. And, and what I'm so excited about that is in real time, we are going to be able to show that this is how many women or whoever is down has downloaded the app, um, how many of us are doing this one action at this one time and this is what it means for the Oh, planet. what a great idea. Yeah. I can't wow. wait to be part what of that. What sort of things is it going to measure? Oh, every, everything from eating less meat okay. to like daily action um, the things we do every single day. Oh, I hope day. it's not going to be like Facebook where people go, oh, today I'm eating this. Nah, <laughs> no, no, it won't be like that. No. Do you know what I mean? How when it yeah. first came out, people were telling you every single thing they were doing. It's like, care factor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, no, but it's... That'd be great. Yeah, it's really... So how do you bring a win? Like, how are you building... How did you get to 600,000? Yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, our social media is really active. Every single week we reach between 4 and 10 million. On, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, on, on Facebook. And our the way that we do it is through, I, I think, through the sharing of stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making it honest and real. You know, that... There are challenges and we're not perfect and we're all just doing our best. And, and I think One Million Women has, 
embraces that, you know, that we are, we are a community of women um, sharing our ideas and our solutions for living with the yes. least impact on the planet and showing you these how to do it. And I think that, and we, we don't talk about, we just get on with it. And that has been the way it, from day one. And, and we've never, well, when I say we've never gone off track, yes, of course we go off track all the but time. It's but it's never really off track. No. It just leads you somewhere else. Yeah, and, and, and I think through everything we do, that's, that is our... Our, our, you know, our, the premise of why we do it. Is it empowering? Does it teach you? Will it um, cut carbon pollution? Does it help you find your voice? <clears throat> Does it help you change the way you live? And they're all the key things for us. And, you know, when I started One Million Women, I did a lot of research to see that what was out there. And there was actually nothing that really spoke to the unique strengths of women. So One Million Women isn't about anti Men. Yeah, no, we exactly. love men. Yeah. It's just about harnessing the unique strengths of harnessing women. Harnessing the power of women. Yeah. 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 Because yes. we are the decision makers mostly exactly. in most relationships. Like most men don't do the shopping. Yeah. But you it's know. not even that. Yeah. It's like, you know, they buy the car that the woman likes. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. like it, it comes down to a lot of the times us in the Well, end. we make 85% of the consumer Your decisions choices, that yeah. affect mm-hmm. the household's carbon yeah. footprint. Mm. So Simple that, as that. And yeah. that's huge impact. Yeah, mm. huge. I could talk to you all day long. We're <laughs> run out of time. Run out of time. Oh. So, um, if, and one million million is at one million women. You're right, Cass. It's hard to say so really it's hard. One million women. I know it's yeah, hard. It's, <laughs> get your thing out. So obviously your website is one million women. With one being the number one, dot com dot au, and it is a charity. So if there are any listeners out there who would like to, you know, be a philanthropist and send yes. some money Natalie's way, she's more than um, happy to speak with you. Yes, yes, um, we have this passionate you. supporters program, which is. Um, where you get a, a, a seasonal ebook from all the best of one million women four times a year, so it that, so you can check that out and or follow us on Facebook or exactly yeah, wow. yeah. sounds awesome. I'm so our myself. last song we're going to go to, I don't want to miss a thing <laughs> by Aerosmith. Now tell us why you chose <laughs> this one really quickly, really quickly. Yeah, well we chose it because I just became a new grandmother. Oh, for congratulations! The first time. I'm a grandmother too. Isn't yes. it amazing? So beautiful. I oh, love okay. it. Okay, yes, my Karen daughter. hasn't got any grandchildren, yet, so she just like goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, okay, don't so talk about and it. no prospects. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my eldest daughter and um, and her her partner. So I have a half Brazilian um, oh, I bet granddaughter, the oh, and so we went. Our entire family, so there was nine of us, we all went to Brazil for a month over Christmas, met Lewis, uh, Bronte's partner, um, met his family. We we just had the most amazing time, so all they of live us there. together. So um, they live here, oh, but good. we all went over to oh, meet um, the, family. the family. Yeah. And... And so the very first night we were there, because music is so much a yes. part of our lives, mm. Lewis is a musician, my, two, both my sons 
uh, musician, like everyone plays music or sings apart from me. <laughs> but, um, and the first night there, Lewis's cousin has this glorious voice and she sang this song and oh. it became the theme song. The um, family theme song. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, for the entire trip. And so it's like the, the Frankie Valley one, yeah. which is our family song. That's why I played it. This now has become another the family next generation. song. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a so memory cool. anchor forever. Oh, that's so lovely. Well, thank you for so, being such an amazing guest. I know, it's so interesting. Yeah, really love yeah. chatting with you. And maybe some other time you can come back and chat with us. Love to. Thank you okay. for having me. Thanks, Natalie. Bye, Kaz. Bye. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Thank you.